0: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Jesus went on through cities and villages proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, as well as some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward, Chusa and Susanna, and many others, who provided for them out of their resources. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Saints Paula and St. Eustochium, another rich woman and her daughter, another couple of desert mothers. I spoke of Melania the Elder a few weeks ago, a woman of learning and noted theologian, until she got on the wrong side of a heresy debate. She was right with St. Jerome. He was wrong, but he's always right. Ask him and he'll tell you. And we noted that she didn't spend very much time in a desert cave practicing severe deprivation. Can't remember whether it was three months or six months, but then she came into the city and found it a nice, comfortable convent with her money. At first, she had warm relations with St. Jerome until that flap over origin. And now another rich, independent, brilliant woman, a student of scripture, her daughter, and Jerome, go on a pilgrimage together, and she stays in Bethlehem for the rest of her life. She had been inspired by another noble woman who gave up her wealth to serve Christ, (coughs) Marcella. Probably a better term for these desert mothers would be monastic foundresses, evangelists, and scholars. If Melania was the richest woman in the Roman Empire, Paula must have been the highest ranking. Her father claimed to be descended from no less than Agamemnon. When she was widowed, she took an interest in religion, part of that 4th century Christian revival, and she went on that faithful cr- pilgrimage to the Holy Land, Jerome is honored for the translation of scripture into Latin, the Vulgate, which has been used from the fourth century to the present. What we do know about Jerome is that he had a vicious temper and went into jealous rages. It's said that he began translating the Vulgate because somebody else was going to beat him to it. We don't know much about Paula's conversion, but she decided to stay and settled in Bethlehem where she founded a double monastery. Women on one side, men on the other. Jerome himself led the male community. She was abbess of the women's side. Apparently they also held retreats there and people came from all over. We know that the convent was further divided in three groups based on the women's social rank. It's certainly not the way things happen now. And it was probably Jerome's reputation that attracted devotees and seekers of all sorts to these religious houses. Her relationship with Jerome would make a fine soap opera. They were close and I would just as soon accept that it was spiritual friendship and chaste. But there were rumors. One contemporary suggested that Jerome held her back using his authority to stifle her creative mind. It's widely accepted that both Paula and Eustochium were both translators and editors in that seminal work, as well as supplying very valuable and expensive books to aid Jerome in his work as Paula may have been a coming influence on the irascible Joan, Jerome. The two women were passionate students of scripture and mastered both Greek and Hebrew. They will, may have had a role in translating of the Bible into Latin, don't you think? We'll come back to that. But what jumped out at me was that these women, Paula and her daughter, and Melania and her family, were living disciplined, ascetic lives, faithful to their vocation, but they were living in vibrant communities, ones with passionate opinions, as well as the whole array of human sins. They gave their wealth, all of it, but they had it to give and were privileged by their high status. Kind of sounds like our parishes today, doesn't it? What also sounds a lot like us is that the church was finding itself. The first century of the apostolic writers had faced persecution from Imperial Rome and the Jewish struggles after, after the destruction of the temple. Another century or two had produced great patristic fathers, but the boundaries of orthodoxy were still being formulated. That's how Origen got into trouble. He invented the Trinity, but at his time he still saw that Jesus was God but subordinate to the Father. And when the creeds were established, suddenly he became a heretic instead of... A prophet. Another century produced, the fourth century, had produced another phase, a new revival to return to the presumed purity of the first generation after the Pentecost. A nice fairy tale, but a good one. If the faithful couldn't win the crown of martyrdom, a strict ascetic life in a desert cave or well-fitted convent would have to do. Why then did Paula and Eustochium end up on our calendar? I think because they wrote the Vulgate translation of scripture. Patriarchy? Maybe some, but I think mostly Jerome. We think of him and we see paintings of him scribbling away in a cave being tortured by demons demons yes he was more than a little off the rails at times but his leadership had led many to come to christ and he supported the scholarship of many many women melania fought with him for her integrity paula and family treated him with kindness and humility so he got the credit but those women also won their crown Sometimes, in humility and out of love, oh, what's the phrase in in Star Wars, let the Wookiee win? Sometimes you have to yield for the good of everybody. Jerome had the reputation, and he wasn't one to yield. But Paula and her daughter, and eventually her granddaughter, knew how to serve God first and that meant getting a good Latin translation for the whole Latin speaking world which was the world that they had come from and was in fact the world of the church until what? The second Vatican council in the 1960s the advantage of Latin, same as the advantage of French during part of the late 18th century and now English is that it was a universal language and scholars and religious and diplomats could all write to each other and understand each other in Latin so a Latin translation of scripture was vital to the church and if they had to do most of the work and let him take the credit So be it. They loved him. They must have to put up with him. They supported him. They worshipped God. They gave everything. And they didn't need their name on the title page. Thanks be to God and in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.